okay, yes, booty girl. I don't have mine. I don't. I'm flashing. Oh yeah, come on. Her. So, thank you all for joining me. Um, I'm gonna let my guests introduce themselves, and um, yeah, this is that's debatable's hot girl episode. Uh, Eric, do you want to go first? Just sure. Hi, um, I'm Eric Gaines. I am a junior at Howard University. Um, I'm studying biology. I'm from Detroit, Michigan. Um, yeah. Hey, I'm Layla. I'm a junior at Clark Atlanta University. I'm studying to be a therapist. I'm a psych major. It's great to be here. Okay, cool. Uh, thank you guys for joining me. Um, if somebody else pops in, uh, we'll have them introduce themselves, but uh, let's hope they don't interrupt us. And uh, yeah, so whoever wants to go first, you talk about some much, what you've been listening to currently, what you're watching, spark some debate on that. I also have some cool things I've been watching, not listening to, but watching. Yeah. Okay, I can start. Y'all, I've been obsessed with that Olivia Rodrigo album, Sour. I can't, look, don't even do that. I can't even cap that album itself is kind of mid. However, I resequenced the album for her. She's welcome. She can send me my check in the mail. Um, And that's what's really making it pop. Like, I listened to that album twice. That's understatement. Maybe five times a day. You don't think she's mid? Like you don't think she's like a just a mediocre white girl that they're gassing? Perhaps. However, like, like is she a mediocre white girl I can relate to? I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I agree. I That's fair. I well, however, I would like to make the point that I've been checked multiple times. She's Filipino. Okay, oh. I saw that tweet. She they were like, she's half Filipino. Like what only it's just like right. Yeah. Why are we bringing back one drops? And you and like genuinely, like people are trying to reclaim the word white passing because they're saying, you know, like white girls, it's not white passing, white girls just no longer look white. No, that she's actually white passing. Like no, she, she is she white looks, passing. She looks white. There's nothing, it's not giving anything. I mean, I guess her dark hair, but no. I've seen I've seen brunette. Yeah. She white, she looked white to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she does. So yeah, mm-hmm. white girl. So any of you listening to anything else though? Um, I have also been dabbling in hold on, I'm trying to think about. Oh, I've been on a Frank Ocean binge. Mm, I think I'm okay. Yep. I think. Come back to me on that question. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes you just gotta appreciate Frank Ocean for what he is. You can still well. I mean, yeah, but the combination of Olivia and Frank is looking like Layla. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> come back to that question. I didn't even think about that. Uh, Eric, were you listening to? Uh, okay, so as of recently, I've been listening to the Her album, um, Grammy, Grammy, Grammy. Not in, I see some Grammys in our in our future, in her future. I For us, um, I didn't listen to that. Oh, you need to immediately, mm-hmm. like after this is over. Um, your first listen, you're probably gonna be like, it all sounds the same, and that's how I was the first time. Right. So the, now, the second and third time, I picked out the songs that I was like, oh yeah, this is the song. This no, because Brandy's album that she released, I don't know, was it like a year ago or something? B seven or something? That joint sounds the same. Everybody, like, he just got listed again. I was like, I can't. I'm sorry. I can't. Yeah. No. Okay. Can I be yeah, Go ahead. I did not like Ungodly Hour on my first listen. I oh okay on my first listen I don't like it either and then like okay. two months later two months later I think 
I only like Busy Boy when I first listened to it and do it because they really said single. And then Don't Make It Harder on Me came on. I said, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, this has been on the album the whole time. I started really listening. Oh, I said, this is a good album. Oops. And I feel like that just sparks a whole nother debate on how, because that album wasn't cohesive at all. And I feel like albums have, re- I just don't think it was a cohesive storyline. What, don't make, um, Ungodly Hour? Yeah, I, I don't think, think it was, was a little cohesive. It was a little bit, but like it didn't tell me a story. I didn't really I get it. I didn't get a video for it. Well, going back to what you guys were talking about, the first listen, um, I don't think I realized how much of an impact it would have. But I think the only song I didn't really, I don't, I don't like the song with Sway Lee. I, yeah, I don't think anybody likes that song. <laughs> Nobody does. I the song I didn't like Tipsy at first. Tipsy was not giving. Tipsy was not the song for me. The song in the beginning, yeah. Yeah. And then I listened to it a couple of times. Okay, wait, this is giving. But I'm upset that we didn't get a music video for Busy Boy. Like, I wanted wanted a storyline. I wanted them to walk into the party, and I wanted to see the boy texting all the friends. And, you know, it's five. I mean, what's what's she say? Something about some cock. I want to see all of that. I wanted the storyline. I I don't know, though, because, I mean, well. I would say, do their music videos really have story-ish? Like, like the do a music video, it's just a music video. No, but see, that's why I wanted it to give that. I need to, um, I feel like they told a story in that song, so. It could definitely be reordered. The album, the album could definitely be reordered. I feel very like much, it. very much needs to be resequenced. It could be. And I feel like if it did, it may have hit better on the first listen, because the, yeah, you're right, Tipsy, the beginning, nah. Even when I listen to it now, I still started, like, Don't Make It Harder Me in the end. But are you anything else besides her or um her Mariah I'm oh. not gonna lie, Mariah the Scientist. Mm-hmm. Um, I know she said some things about Megan the Stallion. And you know, Megan the Stallion, that's my girl, that's my homie, that's my bestie in my head, and I love her to death. However, comma, as a Spotify enthusiast, I've been waiting on this girl to drop some music, and it's pretty good. Megan, if you're listening, um, we're so sorry for Eric. You're not a real hot girl for real. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. Like, I literally have your merch. (laughs) As he's wearing his Megan the Stallion attire. I have your merch. Like, this is, I'm sorry. Well, um, I haven't been listening to anything. Well, okay. I have been re listening to Beyonce. Mm. Um, Always good voice. Four, definitely. Or sometimes, like, I'll, I'll go back and forth between four and Homecoming or see which version I like better. But yeah, that's that's actually it. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. It's actually kind of bad how much Beyonce I've been listening to. Like if if you could guess, like I'm listening to 85% of the day, I'm listening to Beyonce or nothing. It's bad. I mean, but Beyonce is always a good choice. There's some of the very much taste. taste. That's that's pretty much it, actually. Um, but I, said, I still listen to Godly Hour, but like two songs off of it. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Always listening to Brent. Mm. Brent is always a good choice. Yeah. And uh, like I said, I watch Homecoming on loop. I have been watching on loop, actually. Yeah. You said watching or listening? Actually, I, I was out of town this weekend. I was definitely watching it too while I was mm. waiting. I would, I would turn on Homecoming. Got it downloaded on my Netflix. <laughs> Period. Yeah. Okay, but what? Well, okay, what are you guys watching? Because I have some cool. Because I like cartoons, so I have some cool cartoons I've been watching. All right, what have I been watching? So I've been watching Bad Girls Club because 
it's Bad Girls Club. Um, I started watching Infinity Train on HBO Max. I never finished. I think I stopped like the fourth season, like two wait, two episodes left. I was bored. Yeah, what's um, it even about? That's what I've been. Based, so basically, it's so each season is a different storyline, and the first season they kind of introduce what the Infinity Train is, and basically, you like you're unhappy in life or something's kind of like messed up with you, so you get put on this train. And then they give you a number, like, on your hand. And then you have to basically, like, do tasks and, like, relearn yourself or, like, re-figure re out, like, who you are or whatever. And then as you figure out who you are, your number gets lower. And you're trying to get your number to zero so you can get off of the train. That's basically it. Mm. That's, that's a bit much. But see, the first season, the second season, and the third season are really good. Because the other thing is, like, people are trying to figure out, like, where did the Infinity Train come from? Like, it... So I don't want to say it. each season it doesn't jump to, like, random characters. So obviously the first season is a random character because, like, the starting character. But then each season, it goes into a character that was on the last season. Because oh, okay. it, follows, it follows one character one season, but sometimes characters get left on the train. And so it'll, like, they'll meet them in passing, and then it'll go to the, the next season. It'll go to that character. Okay. So so the first three seasons were really good. The first season was kind of boring. Mm. And then I think the other thing that I've been watching is oh atypical season four came out. So you yeah. watched season four? Yeah, I think I'm on like episode four. I think. How yeah. is it so far? I haven't started yet because, but I did. I watched season one through three. It's really good. It's really good. No, it's the final season. They said they canceled it for something. I was like, bruh. Yeah, um, I don't like that. The, the, oh. They canceled it for the little TikTok, the TikTok reality show for the, one of them houses. That's so ugly. You, you, TikTok is actually a curse. I need us all to get off of TikTok. But I'm I not going to say nothing that my future employer can see. <laughs> but just know, it's... <sighs> I'm sick of TikTok. On every time of, but it's like, and it's like, it's actually an issue. Like, I can't go to sleep until like I get on it. Really? I'm not finna wrap myself out like that. But yeah, it's it's bad. I actually spend a lot of time on TikTok because the black content creators on there are funny as shit, bro. Yeah, they really bro, are. I tell you, it's like I don't even know if I'm. When I tell you, I'm on like I don't know. I'm not on the dance side, and I'm not on like the white creators either. Like I see black creator stuff but honestly i'd be like on the food side of tiktok like i would like the viral videos i i watch food videos and i'm never gonna make them but yeah i can't and it's bad because amir i took i used to send you know you send people tiktok i used to send them like 40 tiktoks mm -hmm. so i'm like can you but i used to message him then because he didn't have a tiktok and he used to you know like bruh 40 new tiktok messages when you wake up and the notifications it's like <laughs> all these tiktoks i was like can you please make a tiktok i had to beg this man to make a tiktok he made a tiktok now he doesn't text me back but then he'll send me a message on tiktok and i'll be like there's no way this is happening right that's now. Type exactly of, what happened to me i'm like what type of twilight zone foolishness is this like they'll be texting him like get off tiktok and text me back like it will go like 30 minutes without seeing my text and i get like two tiktok this nigga outfit fine fuck you <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like, TikTok, 
TikTok is really and like the way they be suppressing black voices. Yeah, I, I gotta um, get off the app. I gotta get. I gotta I get. Have to. Got to, but I cannot. I be on TikTok like every, maybe every. I treat TikTok the way I treat my 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 real Instagram. Like, dang, I, I get on my real Instagram probably once every two. Well, actually, no, I'm on TikTok a lot more than I am on my real Instagram. But my real Instagram, I probably get on there like once every one to two weeks, like a couple of things, make sure my algorithm is good, and get off. Well, I TikTok, I'm on there every like three days. Well, I deleted my Finsta, so I'm actually on my, my regular Instagram. I'm on it like every day. Mm-hmm. And actually, it's weird, but like honest, I don't miss I don't miss my Finsta. I don't I I cause I feel like I would just instead of fixing things, I would just go complain on Finsta and that would be it. And that would be mm-hmm. my definition of solving it. So I feel like ever since I deleted my Finsta, I've had to like face my problems. So would you say that deleting your Finsta has made you a better person? It it has been because like I said like if I have an issue with someone well it, I hate to talk about my relationship I hate when I do that bruh but like because because he followed my finsta so at first when we first started dating I was like I can't even complain to finsta because you're gonna see it so that's the issue so now I gotta talk to you first mm-hmm. so then they made me a better person in relationship and then, you know in your relationship you're just a better person in general because you, you always have to work on yourself mm-hmm. and so I'm not complaining to finsta not complaining to him, like I, I actually have to like solve my problems. Yeah, it's kind of annoying, but I feel like it's helped. Cause I don't know, I feel like my Finsta, like, well, Eric used to follow it. I feel like I ran to that joint, like, I was like, yeah, what are you doing, Finsta? I I can't. But if you you're better Twitter, than me, because when you said that he followed you, I immediately came up with the solution for you to continue talking <laughs> shit. I was like, girl, if you don't make a close friends list without a, bruh, yeah, literally, literally. I, and the crazy thing is that I did, and then I put him on it still because I was just like, bro. You're sick. You're sick. Nah, my boyfriend's not my main close friends, but I was like, I'm not letting you on my Finsta because I've had that joint since my sophomore year in high school. I, I no, I had had my joint since my freshman year of high school. And it was just like all this stuff, and I was like, you know what? And then like, I would scroll through, and I'd be like, look at me, just complaining. <laughs> but weird, when I got to Howard, I barely used it. So like my first semester uh, from Howard, it's like, it's like, two three posts maybe and then we got I can quite literally scroll back to like maybe my junior year in high school because I just don't use my finsta anymore that's what I'm saying so you might as well delete it I, I'm telling people just Brad just delete it like uh but see I'm the type of person where I have to rant about it first before I can do something like I need to complain and then I can I can like get it like I just got to get it out well, I, I'm not gonna say I don't complain because I do but I've I feel like it's forced me to talk to people like because I'm, I've definitely always been like that. I'll fix it myself. But since I deleted my fence and I don't want to complain on the internet, it's actually forced me to like talk to my friends, and like you know, let my friends in my life. Because I, I don't know, it's like a Leo thing, but like, I just don't like opening up to people. I, I don't like people seeing me weak and stuff. So it's forced me to be a better friend and to be more vulnerable and in touch with my emotions. And it's, it's very annoying. I love that for you. Am I the only one with the finsta for my finsta? No, no, no. You're the type of person that has two fences. I can't. Get out of here. Okay, but I can't say that I do have a spam Twitter. And I, I have feel a like spam. I have a Finsta. I have a so Finsta, Finsta, Finsta for my Finsta, regular Twitter, and my spam Twitter. See how you I can't keep up with all that. Yeah. I use them for different things. Spam Twitter. My spam Twitter gets different. My my spam Twitter and my Finsta kind of coexist in the same spot 
in the same space, but my Twitter gets the my spam Twitter gets the more like when I feel like writing and actually typing stuff out, it gets that as opposed to my Facebook. I feel like I'd be funny. Like I'll be like, yeah, like this some bad something really bad happened to me, but I'll post some like funny pictures and it'll be okay. Yeah, those pictures do be funny. I also had to move from Instagram because Instagram be like, be the ah, I feel like I'm trying to like. Right, one sad. time, one I, like, time I'm trying, somebody, I wanna die. And it's here. Somebody thinks that you need help. Everything <laughs> ouch. I was like, I'm not gonna do it. I was like, bruh, I was like, there's no way somebody reported my story. <laughs> I was like, are you serious? Like, damn. Twitter just be like, I right, I guess. Like they have no, rules, me. but like they really don't give a fuck. They're like, you can't Twitter, you can't post porn. That's a lie, because me and my four oh. accounts say otherwise. You've had the worst luck with Twitter, though. Like, I, I don't even know how that happened to you. I literally don't understand what the problem is. Like, everybody else tweets what they want. Not you. They were watching. I was, I was in my mid-Twitter honey phase when my first account got deleted. And then I built the second one back up. And I was in my, I was in the middle of my Twitter honey phase. Deleted it again. Like, I just... I'm just be... I, every time I hit tweet, I just be like, okay, like, am I going to wake up? to like a account deleted suspended like because that's how it always happens i'll go to i'll tweet something right before i go to bed wake up account suspended and i'll be like bro i can't i can't get on twitter this morning like so get it on twitter how like, like, am i supposed to check the news <laughs> literally like come on so this is what this is your third twitter account fourth yeah no can't do it if my twitter got deleted right now i'd be like oh dang i would make a new one but i wouldn't be that worried about the follow count i would just make a new one the first time i was worried about the following count the second time it, every time it gets deleted i get less and less worried about the following count because the followers go always cut it's like it's like twitter like i don't know bro engagement on twitter is hard too so i just be like yeah Y'all, I went viral, and I'm really confused about that. Because personally, I feel like I had funnier tweets. That's what it's always a tweet you don't care about, right, oh bitch? It's a me quoting a video of a hippo. Go to hell. But, like, but when I say call me John QR Buckle because I got a fat cat, that shit got no traction. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I know that's right. Who? See, not me confused. That's why I think John QR is that. The nigga who owns Garfield. That's what I thought it was. I was, I was like, isn't that the guy that owns Garfield? Yeah. It right. was an intellectual tweet. Right. Too much. It was a banger. And pictures and stuff. Like, right. my pictures on Twitter, I don't even know. I'd be taking them personally sometimes. I'm just like, I do. And you got to hit the sweet spot too. Like, when to post. Like, people who post their pictures at 12 at night, you brave. You know you fine. Because your picture, people are sleeping. People are like Can not sleeping at twelve though, at twelve at night. But I will say, there's only one person on like my Twitter timeline that I have seen been able to post pictures at any time and still get likes, and that's Jordan. Mm. And she's just pre pretty for no fucking reason. Wow, like she could post a picture at three three a.m. random ass fucking time. You look at it two seconds later, two hundred likes. Yeah. I think I know who that is, but is she like um she's, she's a model of the Mecca. Okay, I know I know exactly who you're talking about. I know exactly who you're talking about. 
But like, what are you watching? That's, I see how I all spiraled from whatever you're watching. Oh, shit, we did. Damn. Yeah, okay. I'm going to just defend myself. The acting is terrible, but the plot line. Wait, let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. CW show. Um, yeah. Crap. What is it? What is it? What is it? What is that oh, show? Uh, not the, not blackish, but the st- Grownish. Grownish. No. Manifest. ABC. She said, see. Oh, ABC. Oh, Manifest? The acting, terrible at first. I've seen like three episodes. I think I don't think acting. I couldn't get into Michaela's character for like the first couple episodes, but the plot was just so interesting to me. I just couldn't put it down. But I've also been rewatching Oran High School Host Club for the third time this week, so that's fun. You said what are you watching? Oran High School Host Club, the anime. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was about to say I don't never heard of it. That's why. Yeah, it's yeah. It was Uh the first anime I watched, and I just can't bring myself to try new things so that's fun no 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 slander next topic next topic because i'm not doing it because you want to go there we can go right now okay uh we can go to where hamilton but i'm not doing it tonight so let it go Uh, first of all i i i'm actually trying to wean myself off of hamilton because listen because listen that was me my sophomore year of high school. I get it. One of the characters, okay, listen. You know my third eye has to be open at all times. At all times, oh, I can't let my yeah. third eye not be open. One of the characters, his name is Hercules Mulligan. I don't know the actor who plays him, but he's like the only dark-skinned actor in the whole cast, right? Ever mm-hmm. since Hamilton has came out, everybody has done something significant except for him. him. And I know it's not because he's not talented. I know it's the way he looks. Get this. I go see Quiet Place 2 with Amir. He's in the beginning for all of four seconds. I was like, bruh. They killed him off. He was a cop. Killed him off. Four yeah. seconds. I was like, but everybody else named him. <laughs> when we said fuck 12, you guys got the message, but with the wrong person. <laughs> and then and then in the Heights, I was in the, because that's when me and too. I was like, all the people, they said they wasn't passing paper bag tests. I said, I can't watch it. So I didn't watch anything Hamilton or Lin-Manuel Miranda related because... I'm trying to be speaking weird. of Hamilton, y'all know what's that show called? The Umbrella Academy, yeah. Um, what's I her name? Al- Allison, mm-hmm. y'all know she's married to David Diggs. <gasps> That's why she looks familiar. Oh, and she was she played Angelica in um one of the Hamiltons. Uh, I saw them take pictures like in their home, and I was like, why does she look so familiar? I was like, who is this? Oh well, dang! Good for them. Right, but I, been, I did. I do. I am watching Adventure Time. That that's fact. I actually am watching Adventure Time because I wanted to watch the spinoff with Princess Bubblegum and Marceline. Right? Oh yeah. So I wanted. So I got, I'm trying to get through Adventure Time. I just got to the part where he met his dad, and his dad like basically ran away. So he, because he, you know, he's in prison, and I'm trying to get through that so that I can rewatch Steven Universe. <laughs> My goal is that I can't start a new cartoon if one cartoon is finished. I can't start a new TV show if a regular TV show isn't finished. So I gotta finish Adventure Time so I can rewatch Steven Universe. You better than me, because I'll put a show down quick and come back. I will though. I suck at finishing shows. The only show that I've actually successfully been able to finish is New Girl and Steven Universe. Like those, when I say two shows that I've genuinely finished. It's only those two. I can't, I can't. How to get away with murder? Couldn't do it. I said, nah. I said, no. Can't. Missed one episode, never went back. <laughs> I have a problem with oh, watching them but not paying attention. 
And that's my problem with so many animes. Bruh. How to get away? This is what happened for me. How to get away? Murder. This is a spoiler alert. If you're about to listen to it, you want to watch it. I watched already. Brad, when they killed when they killed off West, Brad, I couldn't do it. Oh, I stopped watching. He was the only that. one I liked. Okay, and they killed him off, and they and then like it was like the first episode was I think it was like season four or something after they killed him off, and they were just trying to like get everybody out their normal lives, and I was like, I can't watch this by West. I'm so sorry. I was like, I can't do it, and I haven't gotten back since, and I refuse to because. Okay, I I couldn't. Like, I forgot when I stopped watching, but Michaela was so whiny at points. And it they really all were. Out. They were ungrateful for real, okay? They, they didn't know. Asher! Oh my God. Asher, Asher definitely led the charge. And I was just like, bruh. The only one who, like, genuinely like had a reason to be upset with her was Wes. And even still, he didn't milk that the way he could. So I'm just like, the rest of y'all. I'm dragging it. Yeah. How do you finish? And then apparently he wasn't even spoiler alert. He wasn't even dead. I hate when shows do that type of fake out for views. Wait, that's not true. I don't think that he wasn't dead. No. I could have sworn I saw the scene. It was like the first scene of How to Get Away Murder for the last scene. The last scene was Wes. I think that was his. Wait, was he dead or was that his son? Because I couldn't. Because I couldn't, I didn't look up the end of the episode because I thought that was his son. I thought that that's what tra- they were trying to imply that that was his son and he looked just like him. But maybe I could be wrong. Oh. Yeah. And they just got lazy and said, yeah, we're just going to bring your character back. The world did have a baby because remember, and then season three, she was like, I had an abortion. So she did have the baby. Yeah, it was Wes's. I thought, first of all, I thought that relationship was forced. I feel like they just. But, it definitely was. Like he's about to die. It's like, yeah, Laurel and Wes. Wow, what? That was see lazy writing. You're just making things convenient. Listen. Very much. I don't like Shonda Rhimes. I don't care what anybody says. I don't like Sh- wait, 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 wait. Shonda Rhimes is kind of a villain. Let's talk about it. What do I, I not? feel like, I I feel like she doesn't want to see black women happy, okay? Because if you think of all her black women characters, they all suffer unless I'm trying to think you know, suffer. Olivia Pope suffered for for a married for a married white. Man. I feel like she don't want her characters to to really prosper unless it's in an interracial relationship. Bruh. Oh god. And what does that say, bruh? Why can't you show black love? Richard, Doctor on Grey's Anatomy. He can't get it right, Brad. Richard, who else? His only love was Meredith's mom, a white woman, Richard. Bailey. Bailey couldn't get a, a marriage good to save her life. Bailey. No, they they good. They got it together. They good. Who else, Brad? Bailey. Uh, Annalise Keating. Uh, I'm sorry. She was the poster child for a hard life. I'm so sorry. She like definition of it's a hard knock life. Like she was not when people be happy. I'm sorry. I can't. I refuse. Okay, not you're right. Repeat that. Not doing it. Not doing it. But now that we're even in the pop culture section, let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about let's talk about Megan. Let's talk about the reason why we're doing this episode. The original hot girl, Megan the Stallion. The original. The original yeah. hot girl, Megan the motherfucking stallion. So how do how do, how do we feel about her? How do we? I, well, I think we. I'll start. Um, that is my best friend in my head. I have all her matter of fact. That just reminded me I need to buy her new thought shit merch. But um, that's my girl, my bestie in my head. 
Um, I'm really sick that the Howard students did her how they did her before I was able to get on campus. But you know what? I'm gonna let her out. Cause it's that's okay. my I cordial I cordially invite y'all to homecoming if she's there for Clark. Oh, I will be there. Bruh. Is homecoming actually happening? Like is that a thing now? Are we doing it? I don't even think I don't even know if Howard's having a homecoming at this point. I don't even know what we're doing with Clark just changed our date to the last week of October. And it got leaked before they made an official announcement, so that's fun. Yeah, I got an official date, which would be nice. I don't know what Howard has. I think Howard was supposed to be um, first full week of October. I hope so, because I have something bigger for the second weekend, so. Yeah, because I was supposed to, I was going to come down, but I was like, damn, Clark and Howard's homecoming were the same week. But now... That happened, our freshman year was like, it was Howard, Bowie State, Morgan all in one weekend. I was like, yeah. Now the real travesty is the fact that Jiho and FAMU are on the same week, but that's a different story. Really? Getting from down there anyway. Nah. Well, them schools got money, so you know they're going to have good performers. I'm so scared of COVID. I'm not going to lie to you. I am too. I'll be messed up. I'll be messed up at you. I am afraid of COVID still. I, think I am too. High, but I'm just like, I definitely bought tickets to Rolling Loud Cali. So, oh. am I that scared? <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something. I'm not even mad. We've been in a house for a year and a half. I'm trying to get tickets at that. Like, slowly. I'm trying to slowly slowly inch my way back out the baby rice so my mentality is i missed a year and a half of my life so I'm, i have to make it up somehow and i missed the brent concert oh i missed that brent fires concert that was is it uh, that was the real travesty that was the first day gonna push you back. city not having happening in 2019 was no in 2020 was really my villain origin story <laughs> that's you get tickets for that they're bringing it back though. Yeah, they are, but I'm not going up to fucking. De- My lights just flickered. Did y'all see? No. Oh. I'm not going back up to DC for that. Anyways, I'll be in DC on Thursday, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But you won't be in. D- I said I don't know. I just don't. I feel like. I feel like we're all just getting too comfortable, and I feel like. A second wave is gonna happen. Same. I, I just, I'm, I, yeah, no, I'm scared of COVID. I'm not gonna hold you. Going back to school, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I'm scared to go back to school in general, like, bro, classes. Person. I understand that a second wave, I don't wanna say second wave is coming, but there is like different variants. And you know what? I signed my lease. What's done is done. So, well, at least, you know, living there, I mean, if another pandemic happens, they can't kick you out, right? Because you, right. Bro- so you, I mean, cool. At least you won't be home. Can't relate. I still ain't got. I, I live in Atlanta. I go to school in Atlanta. I'm gonna be home regardless. <laughs> well, why would you go to a school where you live? Cause I was gonna kill myself. Right? Where are we all? I feel like I feel like if you didn't go to Howard and you didn't have a depressive episode or a drink problem or almost get committed to a hospital or like I feel like you just didn't really experience you didn't really go to Howard <laughs> go to Howard if you were happy you didn't really go 
to Howard. What really killed me was me feeling so alone and like I had no friends on campus while I was there. And then the second I transfer, I'm able to make all of these great friends and connect. Like, what am I? Where are you guys? I needed you. One of my friends, I was like, I've always wanted to be friends with you, but I was depressed. She's like, bitch, same. I wanted to be friends with you too, but I was depressed. And I was like, damn. I just, yeah, that school is just. That's school in DC, man. That school in DC is that I that we still go to, Eric. I just wish they would get it together. I'm graduating from there, so. I, I got to. Got to see it through, my boy. Yeah, got, y'all do. Literally. Because as much as I hate it, well, I don't want to say I hate it. As much as I hate them specifically, hashtag that school, um, I still love it. And it's giving me like Stockholm Syndrome. Like, it's like, I, do, do, you, do you miss Howard or do you miss not living with your parents? <laughs> that's a valid question. I, I, think like, I think it's honestly what makes Howard Howard is the people. Yeah, but I always tell people you gotta you gotta find your people. You gotta, and I'm so nervous about that when I go back because you know I just talk about you, being a hot girl. Are you nervous, bruh? Because the people I started with are bruh, they're they're really not there, bruh. I don't know what I'm going to do. I gotta like make new friends, and you know we've been in the house, and I'm just like this is gonna be like I feel like I'm it's my freshman year all over again. Less it's so hard to make friends your junior year. Because everybody's already expected to have their friend groups, y'all. I'm in these group chats trying to make friends. And I'm like, damn, y'all already know each other. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I'm just like, especially now, because people, they gone on trips with these people, been to you know, these people's house. And those people that I have aren't there. So I'm just like, um, you know. Love my friends? How the fuck were y'all able to travel overseas? A lot of people listen. I think the tickets are real cheap. Once we got out, once the vaccine dropped, people said, "Nah, yeah. y'all can come to these hotels and stuff." Because they were missing money for so long that they would drop the price before getting tourism back. I don't know because them prices, them tickets Southwest are going back up. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to get my trip to Bali. I don't even know if I want to go. Ba- Where's it? Indonesia. Oh. Mm-hmm. Bali, real pretty. I'm gonna go to Hawaii, but they said it's like super expensive and also like it's actually a whole bunch of like race issues down there. Yeah. That we don't want to talk about because you know, Americans. So maybe not there, maybe like an island or something. I've never been to an island. Same. And I'm from the islands. I'm not, I definitely want to go, but let's get back on. We're really spiraling over here. Um, Trying. So so we're talking about making this diet. Okay. Let's talk, let's talk about me saying, let's get out of the way. So what, how do we feel about shooting Tory Lanez, canceling him, cancel culture, you know, all these things that are really just surrounded by the situation? I don't really know. I mean. I feel like, personally, I feel like, okay, obviously he did it because there's no reason for Megan to lie. Um, Megan was gaining, was probably bigger than him, if not, was equivalent to him, if not bigger than him, at the time of the shooting. So I feel like there's no reason to lie. You know, this this idea that she's a social climber really bothers me because I don't see it. I don't understand it. I don't know where it's coming from. I don't get it. I also think when you talk, when you like say like, oh, cancel culture, you know, cancel culture in itself is like a different type of beast 
because you know everyone has everyone has different moral, morals for canceling different things yeah but i think my biggest thing is why i feel like this is a little different is because it dealt with a black woman and it was it was a black woman versus a black man and i just didn't see the support for the black woman right. and that's really bothered me i didn't I mean, obviously, like, there was support, like, you know, I follow a lot of people who, a lot of people I follow, like, we all kind of think the same. But then there was obviously the people like, oh, you know, Tory Lanez didn't do that, or if Tory Lanez did that, how was she still walking, and this, is that, and the third, like, just calling into question the validity of her story, and I just feel like, why did that even need to happen? What does she need to lie for? Who lies about getting shot? Who has to do that? Yeah. I personally, on that situation... It's fuck that nigga. I personally, I'm a strong like believer. This is a kind of like controversial take. I low key do not feel like cancel culture truly exists. It doesn't. It doesn't. Okay, period. I'm glad y'all are smart. Because I'm like back in the day, let's be real, it was magazines and tabloids and all that shit doing the canceling. Like Monica Lewinsky, if we really want to talk about the effects of cancel culture, why is she still catching shit? For shit she did as a 22-year-old with a grown-ass man who preyed on her. Like, I'm sorry, the power imbalance in that situation alone, yet people hate jumping on the Monica Lewinsky hate wagon was mm-hmm. really ridiculous. Like, so when people are like, cancel culture this, cancel culture. No, it's called accountability, bitch. Yep. Talk about but, it. And when it comes to the whole Tory Lane situation, it's just really upsetting, especially when I see several women be like, oh, Tory. First of all, that nigga's music did not slap hard enough for y'all to be defending the man. I knew one of his songs, LA Confidential, I deleted that shit with the quickness. And yeah. at that time when Megan got shot, I'm pretty sure the Savage remix with Beyonce was already in the works or something like that. Because, yeah, because Savage came out in like May and that happened around like July, right? Yeah. yeah. Thanks. So I think that's yeah, because I got off of work and they told me Megan got shot, and I was like, "Oh my fucking god!" So, and the remix was already in the works with Beyonce. So that whole social climber thing. First of all, she had a song with Nicki and Beyonce before her first full length album came out. Yeah. So if you really want to talk about social climbing, let's talk about all these other niggas who be buddy buddy with Drake to boost up their rap career. Those are real social climbers. So I, I just, and it's like, I just really feel like they try to question the validity of Megan's statements because she is outspoken and she is bold. And of course she is a black woman and they don't like none of that. Yeah. They just playing. I do think though, I think, cause I talk, well, I talk to people about this. I'm just like, this is what I've really been thinking about. How, cause I, I'm not even playing devil advocate, but I just think like, how crazy would it be? Because you're talking about validating Black women. On the up chance that she was lying, not saying she is, but she was lying. Do you know how bad that would be for Black women after the fact? Like, yeah. they'd be like, oh, this happened to me. Oh, well, Megan Zion was lying. You could be lying too. Like, do you, uh, that would be so, so, I mean, I, I think he did it too, but I'm just like, what did he have to gain? Like, that's really my question. Like, bro, why would he do that? That. Like, that's really, when I comes down to it, it's like, why would you do that? When you look at her Instagram and stuff, how she thought they were, like, friends and stuff, and, like, how they were close, and just, like, why? Yeah, because really she, was, like, every time. she was posting videos, what was that, at Kylie Jenner's house? Yeah. Or, wait, like, twerking on him. Twerking on him in the pool. 
like literally like two days before the shooting like they was like close they was cool and you know i think another thing that plays into it is short man syndrome um i was gonna say he getting twerked short, on by a woman who's five inches taller than him he need to humble himself short well, that's what happened is that like he she probably like turned him down and so like when women be talking about somehow men ask when they get turned down i do mm-hmm. think that that's the situation what happens and he was like whoa you're hanging out with me you're flirting me this that, and third like of course no none of us will never know because we, we weren't there but i'm just like i feel like that's what happened for real because for her to like they said like they genuinely felt like they were friends she thought they were friends you know post my stuff and just for like two days later that to happen i was like yeah i feel like she like may have she turned him down. But That's when it's liquor, alcohol, fame, you know. Men. You know how it gets, you know. Egos. Yeah. Yeah. But let's talk about, like, ugh, why does it say six seconds? Yeah, six minutes here again. I have so much editing to do. Anyway. Um, let's talk about, like, what Megan means to us. Because I really talk about some, because when she got... I think she got rapper of the year from some over little baby and they were like, oh, like Megan's not a better rapper little baby. But I'm just like, Brad, do you understand the cultural impact that this woman has had? Like how she's redefined the narrative? Like it's not all about rap. Like this woman is really like came over and took over the game and like kind of like redefined a whole generation for of women and then of like music. So like, what are you really trying to say if you say you don't like Megan Thee Stallion? You hate black women. God, that's how I feel about Beyonce too. Like, if you if you're saying you hate these powerful black women, I feel like we need to address. And you hate empowered and black women. That's what basically what it means. You hate women who are empowered. Have you seen a TikTok where it's like you just say the N word, KKK, Black Lives Don't Matter? No, I just said that. Oh, yeah, that's how I feel, Brett. Because called me a jickaboo. No, seriously, because I feel like there's certain people. There's just no reason to not like them or to, to not support their career and what they're doing. She's just, I feel like she's one of those people. You can be like, I don't like the way she shows herself off this and third, but it's just like, why? You can, yeah, really like you can not like their else. personal things, but you can really recognize. And that's a thing that I feel like a lot of people fail to do when it comes to black women artists. You don't have to like them or like what they put out, but the fact that you are constantly devaluing and diminishing the value and the impact that they have on the music industry. And this doesn't just go for Nikki, but also, I'm, I'm sorry, for Megan, but for Nikki as well. Yeah. And for Loki, I've been seeing Doja get that heat too. And my, like, thing about, my thing about her is that like, when you talk about male rappers, like how male rappers do all this stuff, have all these colorism comments, misogyny quotes, like cases against them, fought against women. And it's always... They didn't do that, you know, it's like always make excuse for male rappers. But as soon as a woman artist of anything does anything small, like Doja Cat, you know, the incel thing, it was cancel her immediately. I don't like Doja Cat anyway. And I'm just like, why are you as men like so quickly to cancel a woman? But then we tell you to cancel these male rappers. No, because that, and it's just like, it's kind of disheartening if you think about it. And it's also reminds me of that TikTok where it's like, women rap isn't really made for straight men anyway. It's not. It's not. It's really not. And it's so yeah. funny because you know how they be commenting if you are a white guy who listens to rap, I don't want to hear your opinion on rap. So you can understand that that you're not the target, that they're not the target demographic and comment on that. Yet you act dense when it comes to women like Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, and, and Nikki. You're right, not it, targeted demographic. Sit down. Like, Dave, this isn't for you. Go grill. Go you, grill. I, I think 
I think pussy rap is empowering even. <laughs> and it's like, if you as a woman were to tell your opinion on rap to them, they wouldn't be trying to hear it. So it's just like, why do you want us to listen to your opinion on these women rappers? And a lot of these male rappers are mid. A lot of these male rappers are mid. You said they're what? Mid? Oh, they're mid. I don't listen to rap enough to be like, if I do listen to rap, it's only women rap. Like, I don't yeah, know. That's exactly how I am. I don't listen to male rappers. Like, and because it's like, I, I just can't relate. I don't know. I can't. Like, yeah. okay, no, no, no. Don't get me wrong. There are some rappers that, like, Big Sean, he's from Detroit. I'm a listen. I don't care. Um, Drake, mm, I'm a listen, kind of, sort of, here and there, maybe. But like, that's kind of really it. That's as far as it goes. Like everything else is. You ask. You can ask me about male rap, and I can kind of give you like a, a bland general answer. You can ask me about female rap. I can tell you dates, times. This happened. This happened behind mm-hmm. the scenes. What was happening on Twitter? Like I because that's my judge. I can get into that. Right. But I'm the targeted demographic straight men aren't the tag- targeted demographic so there really it doesn't need to be a discussion yeah at all it's and like it's y'all want to talk about pussy rap let's talk about gang rap because y'all can only talk about killing the ops so many times <laughs> the baby we get it you shot a nigga in a walmart in front of your daughter you don't have to bring it up every fucking song does he see it's the way i don't even know what he raps about because i don't listen to him um, on Rockstar, he rapped about it. A couple other songs. I don't remember. I don't know his songs off the top of my head. But I feel like that's just a that's just the progressive of where rap is just leading now. I guess, you know, all music has different phases or, like, different times in the sun, but I don't know. It's just not interesting to me. But I will say about music, like, I did have to, like, readjust the way I looked at it because I was one of those people... Before I got tired, it's like, oh, they're not making good music, you know, no more. The music industry is not good, but you really got to, like, find your, you know, what you say, Eric, your zhush, or, like, find yeah. your, you know, what you like. And that's really what's important. But oh. Especially because um, the music that we can relate to isn't being promoted. Like, right. nobody's talking about Ari Lennox outside the HBCU circle, for real. Yeah. Damn, that woman is fucking talented. She is. Yeah. Is she has she like been working on anything or like isn't she actually been taking a hiatus or whatever? Let me please, please, please let me do not mention that woman right now because I'm emotionally unstable about her and that fucking album. Because she said, I think she made a tweet like, if I don't make another album after Shea Butter Baby, I'll be satisfied. And Shea Butter Baby, Baby is that album, but girl, you need another. What are you doing? What do you mean? What do you mean? And she might be dead serious. And she's talking about some, yeah, y'all might get another, y'all might get another album in two years. Is this trying to cut off? Okay, Rihanna. Like, do you think you're fucking Solana? Rihanna's done. I'm, I don't care. Rihanna's done. Basically, like, what do you, I guess where I want to go now is like, what do you guys feel like being a hot girl is? Or like, you know, take that question, can you be a hot girl with a boo? You know, or like, you know, what it really is to just, you know, be a hot girl. And no Megan Sally definition either. It's like what it is to you for real. That's really the deeper part of where I want to go these last 40 minutes um for me being a hot girl is being on your shit is being a bad bitch is being carefree and doing things that make you happy right you know whether that be going out and partying but like you know being safe about it just doing things that benefits you so you can you know whether you're having fun or getting a bag that's still a hot girl summer you can be it can be a hot girl summer with the boo because I, I i've had a little boyfriend since fever came out so that's yeah, 
wait, by Fever Megan the Stallion Fever. Yeah. When did that come out? Our freshman year. That was like what, 2019. That was the summer before our freshman year. It came out on the same day as Igor by Tyler the Creator, and I know this because I was talking to my current nigga, and he, I was shaking ass, and he was like, "This album's so sad," and I was like, "Damn." Anyways, they have to make us. <laughs> Literally. Literally. I was like, Nah, but like I've been talking to my boyfriend since Fever came out. So it's like when the whole hot girl summer shit started. And I was like, I don't have to be single and play these niggas. Because personally, I don't know about y'all. I am not the person to keep up with more than one nigga because I get bored quickly. All y'all will get dropped and left on red. I will neither confirm nor deny my dealings with men. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Hashtag wholesome Eric. <laughs> I don't, we don't know my relationship but like before that because, uh, well, let me think last summer was COVID wasn't planning on anything, but I was just like my thing about being a hot girl has always been like really just doing what you want to do, like everything you do is like at the end of the day, it should be like because you want to do it, you know that's why I just tell people like this girl in my church, she's like back to school. I told, I told her, I was like, the only advice I can give you is to do what you want to do. Whatever you do, make sure you're doing it for you and the right reasons. Because like, that's why I feel like being a hot girl is like really this whole brand of women empowerment and just thinking about you, no matter who cares, you know, or who says anything. Even yeah, I agree. As like a gay, I can, I don't want to say I relate, but like at first I was like, okay, like does hot girl summer apply to me? Like, you know, sometimes I flip between hot boy summer and hot girl summer, but at the end of the day, I just feel like, you know, hot girl, being a hot girl, period, is just like being, being the best you you can be and be doing what you want to do, doing what makes you happy and even stop giving a fuck about what other people think because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. And I think it took me a while to kind of understand and like really like apply it to my life because like when the like whole like, how girl summer thing came out that was what like the that was I, maybe that was the summer before we graduated but i know for me i applied it to the summer we graduated the summer we graduated yeah like that, that was a great was summer the best summer i've ever had in a long time i mean i was shaking ass at parks on cars at parties like it was ridiculous so that, i think and like a, on a surface level, it was kind of just like a do you have fun, shake ass, you know, twerk, do whatever, do what you gotta do. And then I think at more recently, as of like being in like COVID and like, you know, she's still like talking about like, you know, having a hot girl summer, you know, doing you and being safe. It was just like kind of like transforming to this. Okay, so you, you don't have to go out and have fun to be a hot girl. You can very much still stay in the house and be safe and still be a hot girl. It's just about doing what you want to do and doing being safe and you know stop giving a fuck. And it's like I feel like especially during the school year because you know start as a hot girl summer. You know she transformed into a hot girl semester, which really did change the meaning from just you know I'm gonna go and quote unquote as a nigga would say be a hoe and do ratchet shit. You know I'm not just gonna. It's like it's about really just doing what's good for you. And I really like how she did capitalize off of the whole hot girl semester thing. Especially with her being a student too. Yeah. Yeah, because it really does, like we said earlier, it really shows like how she's had a bigger impact on society than we think. Because not only has she told us, you know, we can shake ass when we want to, we can, you know, we can dance, we can party without anybody else. But we can also, the next day, 
go to school, go to work and get everything we need done. And like, and it's, it's an all encompassing term. And I feel like that's how I want this episode. Cause like, it really showed like, I want to show, like show people that it's an all encompassing term. It's also why I wanted you guys, guys like plug what you were doing in school, you know, if you guys want to talk about it, we, cause we mentioned going back to school, just show how like, it's all encompassing, you know? Mm-hmm. I seen you shake ass on timeline, Eric, but you know, then you're like boasting about your grades. So it's just like, it's all encompassing. I feel like people should give her her credit. We're multifaceted beings. Yeah, multifaceted. We are not a monolith. You're not a monolith. We, we come in so many different shades and personalities. And I think, you know, I think that also plays into like a, like proper on paper, but in person, it's a different thing. Like, I love, I love the, honestly, one of the biggest things I like about HBCU students, or maybe it's not just HBCU students, maybe it's college, it's probably college students in general, but because I got to HBCU, I apply it there. Um, the duality of a student, because I could have class Monday through Friday, Saturday night, we turn it up, Sunday, you know, we, Saturday night, we out late, probably up, in, in, up until Sunday morning, 3 a.m., 3 a.m., come home, take a little nap, get up at 7, go do some community service. Like, that's just something that I've always loved about students and being in college, period. Like, the duality of students. We are multifaceted. Like, there's never just one version, one side of us. There's a bunch of different things. And even with, like, creatives, like, you know, you know, school, this day, this day, this day, okay, got to hit this photo shoot, got to do this, got to do that, got to edit this video. Like, I think that's really cool. And that really just shows that like, we all have like different talents and it's kind of crazy if you really think about it. Yeah. I think that you talk about HBCUs and making even goes to HBCU. I think that's the greatest thing about HBCUs is just showing that, you know, we really are these different people and we all do different things. And I feel like it's also great because like, we really encourage each other too, which is, I think coming from like a predominantly white high school, that was one of the greatest things that I saw at like Howard and then like you say it really is party culture to like Friday go to classes and the next day not even Friday Friday you go to class and then you go to first Friday and then you get ready yep. for like the party tonight and then you get ready for Saturday like it's really a culture of just being able to handle whatever you want to do and I think like that's great I also miss it excited to go back to talk about it yeah that's the one thing I really I, mean, I was about to cry when you said that first Friday imagery. I thought about walking up some quad, the light over the reservoir, the sun shining to everything. They say nothing like that Howard sun. Listen, you may be CAU now, but listen, nothing beats the Howard sun. Don't know what it is. CAU has a promenade. There are benches where the sun hits perfectly. Ooh. It ain't that Howard sun. The one behind Blackburn, you know, the deceased behind Blackburn, the sun just... I've never actually sat there. <laughs> oh, it's a bra- I've gone to Blackburn Calf once. What? Once? Yeah. Not like the whole cafe, but like the, the, the one upstairs. Maybe that's... I've never upstairs. one upstairs. You I mean, about- on the ground level. You know what I mean. You mean the one in the basement? I'm not talking about the cafe. I'm talking about the diner. Oh, I've never been there either. Okay. But there's okay, something like that, like on the outside of that, you can get to like from outside the building. Yeah. Yeah. Always look, y'all. I need y'all to realize my schedule. I was in class every day from 9 a.m. to 3 or 4 p.m. Yeah, you're like, you was like an arts major, right? Music? Yeah. I was a fine arts major. Oh, yeah. I feel like I remember you saying something about you. You was taking like a lot of credits. 
No, I was, I was taking 16 credits in eight classes. Oh, oh, it was a lot of classes. Yeah. A lot of classes, very How little many classes. credits were you taking? I had a zero credit hour class that was required. I would, and it was on Thursdays. I would actually cry. Because <laughs> how is it required if it's no credit? The math's not mathing. Not math. I would say the math never maths, but I'm like, I joined fine arts because I'm not good at math. Wait, 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 wait. Did you have to pay for the class? I don't know, actually. Interesting. I have no clue. What did? The but yeah, no, it was just it was a it's called it was called student recital and like everybody was, and then they tried to move it virtually and make us actually do work. And I was like, all I had to do was sit there on my phone for an hour and a half on Thursdays. Don't try to make me do response questions to the Spellhouse Choir singing. Was it a grade? But it's zero credit. Yeah, that don't even make sense. <laughs> I think like if you fail, what do you even impact your GPA? That, sound, that sounds like freshman seminar, but freshman seminar was one credit. Freshman seminar actually made you do work. In student recital, we just sat there. That, that's a stretch. Freshman seminar work. That's a stretch, bro. I will never forget that one time, Dr. Carr. Somebody asked Dr. Carr if he could slow down because he was talking too fast. And he was like, is the issue speed or comprehension? I was like... I was oh, like, there's no way you just said that. And or, I think I know who he told that to. Who? I was like, who? I was like, there's no way, bro. Either, because I know there was two instances. There was that instance, and he was like, how about you listen faster? Bruh, I think that maybe, bruh, did you know the video, the song by Lloyd is like, and Lil Wayne at the end, he's like, am I talking fast and you just listening slow? <laughs> they were like, that's Dr. Carr. <laughs> they talking, I'm <laughs> listening. So I was like, there's no way. He asked like, there's no way he said that. Dr. Carr was a villain. He was a tenor, tenored villain. He was. He's too late. <laughs> That's not my problem anymore. <laughs> the stuff he was doing over Zoom. Didn't they say he, like, he brought porn up in Zoom on the Zoom lecture or something? Bye. Don't look at me like that. He did, but now my water bottle is off. I can't. That's my water bottle. I can't make this stuff up, bro. He what? did. Timeline was on fire. Everybody was like, I think I remember that. I remember this. I do yeah, remember that. Say they were like, he put them on screen. I was like, there's no way. There's no way. Or that time. What did he, he make that tweet about Megan? Circling back. Circling back. What did he say about Megan? It was something misogynistic. No, he the tiny death concert. was like, He's like, I'm disappointed or like disapproval or something like that. And they were just, yeah, like, it was something about disapproving her. He was trying to he say quoted, he quoted her tiny desk concert video with three dots, nothing more. Oh. No, so, I swear I thought he said something else. Yeah, though. he elaborated further on it. He yeah. went, but like the whole like initial conversation, because I was in the, the freshman seminar session where she bucked up on him, where she called him out yeah, for it. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, she walked up to him. I was like, I was like, oh she walked up to the mic. She walked up to the mic and I was like, Ooh, Okay. And he was like, what did he say? Oh, yeah, because we had a guest speaker. We had a guest speaker. And it was, was like, Dr. Harrell. Oh, my God, my psych professor, Dr. Harrell. I remember that. He was like, yeah, this isn't this isn't the content. We can discuss that later. I was like, bruh. I was like, my big scene about this was, I was like, bruh, Megan Thee Stallion has money. She does not care what Dr. Carr thinks about her. Okay. Mm. It was really David Dupree sneaking into that freshman seminar session as a whole SOC major bruh. to catch tea. I was like, yo. 
It was so easy to sneak in the freshman seminar. Not like that. You just walk. You just walk. Why right. would you want to? The yeah. class was kind of fun, so, bro. I used to. I hope my parents aren't listening. Like, bro, the last five classes of freshman seminar, I just stopped going. My mentor was like, I stopped going. I was like, bro, no. Because <laughs> so I think cool. all the girls in my hall, like a good chunk of the girls in my hall that were at co-ops, were in freshman seminar with me. So I just did my project with them too. Yeah. And I was like, hey, yo, y'all can slide me the answers. And for academic reasonings, I, that was. Yeah, I would say for oh. academic purposes, if there's anybody from Howard listening to this, this, these are all hypotheticals. Park Atlanta, just know, I, I was joking. Yeah, but I was like, bro. Uh, freshman seminar wasn't that bad, though. Out of all the classes I took at Howard, freshman seminar wasn't that bad. It was just... It was mm, just annoying. It was annoying. Okay, you're busy only once a week, so whatever. Yeah. My favorite class, though, that I've just ever taken was a class at Clark called Human Sexuality, y'all. A1. And then we're going to back full oh, circle. About human Sexuality at Howard. I say they that. did? Oh, my God. I really hope it's a good class for y'all. Because, I, first of all, I love that class. My teacher was great. But... I think we also just talked about misogynistic principles in that class and how like, you know, women are always expected to nurture. So when it comes to this resurgence of like women independence and women reclaiming their sexuality, it's really taboo, especially in America and like Western society. Just America in general is very weird about sex. Like the Europeans, they're like, yeah, sex. They're the more French, open, definitely. They are so much more open, but America's so <laughs> censored. So it makes that whole discussion even weirder. So especially when you like combine a culture that's so scared about sex, but also so sex crazed, and you couple that with a person who's been hypersexualized from the very moment of their existence as a black woman, it makes an interesting combo of people who hate the fact that you don't hate you. Yeah, that's a major point. That's actually a very major point. That was a good way to sum it up. Because I was saying every because we you said earlier with Megan, if you like Megan Stallion, just because you're anti-black, and that's just or you don't like women, that's just as simply it is because she's using something that was held against her as like her own weapon now, and it's just like they don't like seeing that. They don't like seeing they don't like seeing black women succeed. It's okay. And that's the killer because sex sells, but like Layla said, sex sells, but it's also taboo. So sex sex sells, but in the back alley, you know, behind the dumpster, in the deep, and, and that's why it's so taboo, that's why nobody wants to talk about it, but at the end of the day, if we talked about it, it wouldn't be as taboo, and then I guess it wouldn't sell as much, so. You made yeah. me think about something, I just thought about it, because it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, well, yeah. It wouldn't. Because it would be it would be way more visualized, way more mainstream. Wouldn't be a need to really yeah. go out of your way to purchase. Because I will say, yeah, you don't really see that many sexual artists when it comes to like, let's say the UK, for example. I don't think I've really seen like a really sexual female rap artist over there. I don't know. That's like come out of the UK. Except for that, I know nothing about them. Except for that one song on TikTok, where it's like, have you, have you seen, seen a stick in my body? Mad. <laughs> if and it was. A- they sound very, it sounds very interesting. I'm not gonna lie. Bruh, speaking of, this is off topic, bruh, K-pop? Does, is you anybody else like just copying black people? Yes. Oh. And, they, and that's uh, my main gripe with the culture. And Because a lot of their fans are very racist, too. My sister loves K-pop. It's kind of sad. De- really? 
Yeah. But I like, like some of the K-pop songs. What the fuck do these people know about black issues? If you like K-pop, why not just like go listen to NSYNC and like new edition and like all that that's, stuff? I think that's why she likes K-pop because we grew up listening to that stuff. Oh. So we always we always grew up like listening like to like you know like new edition, Mary J. Blige, you know, like that whole jish. And I think she's trying to like because it's new and it's kind of re it's not even refurbished. They're literally copying and pasting, but because I guess it's kind of refurbished a little bit, you know, she's getting into it and that's fine and dandy. She gonna do what it do. But me, I'm not. I mean, you can get in, but you got to admit that, like... Some of the songs slept. I will say, like, Girls' mm-hmm. Generation? <laughs> I love the videos they are. They're good. They're good, bro. I, I had a K-pop stage before it was cool to like K-pop. So before all of these boy bands came out, I was okay, very... Soulja like, Boy. This very Soulja Boy. You know Soulja Boy, you're like, I did it first. Yeah. I did. Because y'all, y'all was not listening to Girls' Day. Y'all was this. <laughs> I don't even know who they are. The exactly. only I know what's the one, Blackpink is. Blackpink's yeah. good. I think I was listening to K-pop like back in 2013. Yeah. That long. Yeah, K-pop has been a thing for a minute. So I was listening to them in like 20. And even when I liked K-pop, the girl groups that I was liking, I was listening to their old shit. Like they was on their comeback, and I was like, "Damn, this is their comeback." Ugh. So. Where was I going with this point? <laughs> We're talking about K-pop. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was just, it's, it's just a lot of the genre just rubs me the wrong way because of the venom, the venom anti-blackness. Yeah, I understand why you say that. Because no offense, that whole chicken noodle soup song that came out, I was looking at it like, oh, you ain't hear it? No. Please look it up. Just look up K-pop chicken noodle soup. I'm right later. I'm gonna insert a clip right here. K-pop chicken news. Yeah, I just I don't understand what it is about. I mean, it's just black people can do everything. They can. And then, you know, somebody else does it better. We don't get the credit. Mm-hmm. Oh, and bringing it back to Megan. Let's stop that TikTok shit. Hands on my knees shaking ass. I'm that shit. Oh, because the black readers... Hands on my knees shaking they're not making a song for the thing. Well, as they shouldn't. As they should. Well, they did make one. Uh, somebody did make a dance, but apparently it was too hard for. Um, as they, I don't want. I don't want. No, that joint. It, it was. It was actual choreography. I was like, oh yeah, they're not gonna. No, it was actual choreography. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Well, I think I'm gonna stop recording. I feel like we're just rambling now. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm hungry as fuck. I'm thinking about fucking up this. Yeah, can we stop this? Hello, everyone. It's JD reporting live. And before I even get started, let me say happy birthday to me and my girl C. Millie and everyone else born on July 24th when this episode will be dropping. Unless you saw it on YouTube two days early. I know you're wondering why this is coming after the whole podcast but um I really wanted to give you guys some content first before I started talking about me and myself as always thank you guys for sticking it out with me through the hard times I know I haven't been 
uploading episodes every two weeks but um I'm really trying to make sure it's quality over quantity I don't want to just be releasing episodes and then they just be mediocre that's just not the type of person I am so I'm gonna hope that I can push more content out that is quality but I really hope you guys enjoyed today's episode thank you Eric and Layla for joining me and I also had to put this in because it's it's so abrupt <laughs> the ending is so abrupt because me we were just really having such a good time we were literally just started rambling so <laughs> it didn't even get a full outro which is also why I put this part in the end um if you guys want to know what I'm listening to of course I will get into it for you guys um I currently have been listening to Beyonce always Beyonce I've always been listening to Beyonce so let's 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 get that straight um but it's different though she has been sounding so pleasing to my ears and it's crazy because I've actually been listening to four on loop and I will say that start over on um four is one of her most underrated songs um I literally listened to that song on loop um rather die young <laughs> four is really one of her most slept on albums so I've been listening to that and then sometimes I will go to the second half of homecoming listen to that and then I'll go back and forth between the albums like the homecoming version the original version um but Beyonce is winding down a little bit uh I think after my birthday you know my Beyonce mood will be over but besides that uh, I can give you a few songs uh Tyler the Creator dropped album call me if you get lost and uh i'm not actually a tyler the creator fan but i do like this album um my favorite song in there is probably what's your name featuring nba young boy and ty dollar sign for <laughs> when you put ty dollar sign on a song it's gonna sound good that's the first thing because it's ty dollar sign i don't know what it is about his songs but the man knows how to make a song okay he knows how to feature on a song so i'll give him that but that is one of my favorites from the album um what else have I been listening to essence by let me see who is this by Wizkid um Transparent Soul by Willow let me tell you right now Willow Smith is about to end these rock girls career Olivia Rodrigo who bro Willow Smith uh I believe her album is called Lipstick or no let me get this let me get this right I don't think it's called Lipstick it actually it might be called Lipstick let me wait hold on it's called Lately I Feel Everything. There's a song on there called Lipstick, but it's called Lately I Feel Everything. She's going to end these rock girls' careers. Um, as she should, I am always a proponent of a supporter of black people doing unconventional things. Black people in rock, psh, I, I've always been a fan of it. So uh, she's going to end some careers. Uh, I did tell uh, Eric and Layla I've been listening to Brent. The specific song is Eden. Um, I believe it was on Judas and the Black Messiah. I am not a hundred percent sure and then he had that song with Drake um it's not one of my favorite songs I think people were hyped because it was Brent and Drake but it's definitely not one of my favorite Brent songs so um yeah that's all I've been listening to but my favorite song right now that I've been playing shout out to Amir major nine it's called yo side um it's not on Spotify. I believe it's on SoundCloud or you can listen to it on YouTube. Um, that's probably my favorite song at the moment. It has been on loop. So that's what I'm listening to. And but for, okay, let me get into what I've been watching because that's actually the most interesting part. So I watched Disney Pixar's Luca and uh, I loved 
the movie. I don't, I loved, first of all, the animation. I love the storyline. I really felt like kids could enjoy it. Me and Alana watched it and she loved it. So it was already had a kids element, but then also adults could enjoy it. It had a great message and um, I really liked it. Um, if you don't know, it's about, it's in Italy in the 1960s and it's about these children sea monsters that want to live with humans. Uh, kind of Little Mermaid-esque, but not really. Um, and it's really good. I'm not going to spoil it because it's good but the animation was great and then on netflix now luca's on disney plus on netflix there is a movie called the, the mitchells versus the machines which is also a cartoon you guys know i love cartoons and basically this girl is trying to go she's going to college and she's trying to escape her parents her name's katie she's trying to escape her family and her family is known for being um a little weird and her and her dad don't get along and all this stuff. And somehow the robot apocalypse happens and they are the only ones who survive and can serve and save everyone. So it's, it's really good. Of course, that one has a message. That one is first, that one's two hours. And it's definitely, I would definitely say it's for older kids to uh, teenagers to adults. Uh, I don't think in, anybody under the age of like 10 would enjoy it. I'm not gonna lie to you. Cause like I say, it's two hours. Yeah, it's just an animated movie. I wouldn't even say it's a kid's movie, so that's that but I did enjoy that but what I'm actually excited to share with you guys I'm not gonna make this segment so long because um the hot girl segment was our but it is a short film back to Disney plus or back to Disney plus a short film called us again now the concept us again I can spoil it because it's a short film um basically this older couple is like you know they're old and their kids are gone and it's like you know they're trying to reignite the spark and it starts raining and when they stand under the rain, they become young again. And the whole short film, no talking, it's just dancing. And of course the instrumental, the orchestra and all that. And the greatest thing that I loved about this was one, not only the animation, the colors, like it looks so real, but also, like I said, the orchestra, each character has a specific instrument or specific set of chords that is for them. So no matter what's happening, you can, you know who it is. And it's like, it's one, it, I've watched it in a loop. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's only six minutes and I love the message. But like I said, I love the animation. It was well done. And that's really, if you don't want to watch anything else, watch us again. That is what I've been watching on loop. That's what I really want you guys to watch. That's what I have been excited about. Um, But if you have time, Luca and Mitchell's versus the machines, those are my three recommendations. Um. Like I said, this isn't going to be long because uh, Layla and Eric already really stole the show. I just wanted to get on here and talk to you guys real quick. As always, thank you guys for sticking out with me. Thank you all for supporting me. Every retweet, every view, every subscription, every follow, every repost. You all know what you do. You all know the support. I love it. And thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. 19 has been a very rough and challenging year but I made it to 20 thank god thank you all for being in my life thank you all for loving me and supporting me unconditionally and I love you guys